welcome back to the podcast. Grab a pencil, a notebook, whatever. Get some notes here because as Pastor Josiah Griever says, note takers are, in fact, history makers. And it helps you to remember things. So, you know, get your notebook, get your Bible. And let's get into another episode of this Hello guys, what is up? Welcome back to the podcast. Right now, I'm actually in my car, so if you hear strange noises, they are car noises. So, yeah. Today I want to talk about something important. It is where I'm going to be talking about, as you've seen by the title, getting your priorities straight. Getting your priorities right. So, a priority is... priority is let's just look this up because i forgot to look it up priority the factor condition of being regarded or treated as more important so it's your first concern it is your preference it's the lead it's it's weighty it's like it has weightage it says it's a weird word weightage you anyway yeah so a priority is something that should take first place we need to get our our priorities something that we want to do straight get them in order right get the priorities get the priority of the priorities you know what i'm saying so we're going to talk about what priorities shouldn't be what they should be what they will do for us what happens when we have the wrong priorities things like that so first i want to talk about wrong priorities and priorities that people have a lot these days which would be the number one one I feel like is people's priority to make sure they feel comfortable to make sure they feel good about themselves, right? Their whole life revolves around, okay, I feel like eating this today. I feel like I need to do this today. I'm not going to talk to this person today because they make me feel bad or I don't feel like talking to them or I don't feel like doing this. Um, I don't feel like going to church today because I'm tired. I don't feel like doing this. I don't want to do this all it all revolves around them and we need to get our eyes off of ourselves because we are not our priority we're not the number one most important thing in our lives we're actually supposed to be the least important thing our needs are not supposed to be met by us you know what i'm saying our needs are not meant to be met by us the bible says i'll get there i'll tell you what the bible says about what happens when we get our priorities straight another priority that we have often is making sure people see us in a good way which i mean who doesn't want people to look at them right you know what i mean but they'll they'll change the the whole way that they live just so their priority what why did i say i've said i said priority so much that it just automatically came out they'll change the way that they live just so people will see them as cool or as uh an inspiration an influencer whatever they'll change their whole life and that's not what we should be it's it's it kind of comes back to feeling comfortable making sure people see us the way we want to be seen right and that's not right we're not supposed to fit into the world's mold we're not of this world so we're not supposed to look like people of this world so us trying to look like people of this world is not going to work and it's not 
right. What are some right priorities that we need to have? Well, we need to, Matthew 6, 33, seek first God's kingdom. Our priority, our number one priority is to seek first the kingdom of God. Seek first his righteousness. And it says that all else will be added unto you. Everything else that we could want will be added unto us. You know what I'm saying? Everything else will be added to us. So, like I said, we are not meant to meet our own needs. We're not meant to we're not made to meet our own needs. We're not made to fulfill all of our desires. Right? No, that's God. That's God. It says he will add everything else to us. He will give us what we desire if we seek first his kingdom. Another one of our priorities needs to be living right, pursuing that holy life. First Timothy verse six says, but Timothy, you are a man. First Timothy six verse 11, but Timothy, you are a man of God. So run from all evil things, pursue righteousness and a godly life along with faith, love, perseverance, and gentleness. So one of our priorities has to be living a godly life, living a life that is pleasing to God. So what is that? What life is pleasing to God? A life pleasing to God is pursuing faith, love, perseverance, gentleness, the fruits of the spirit, right? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, kindness, self-control. pursuing those things and we cannot go to church and say yes or even right now say yes that's right I need to live a godly life and that's what I'm going to do and you live a godly life sometimes you live a godly life at church you live a godly life in most of the right ways but then you get around your friends you get in the workplace you get to school whatever and you kind of change You know, you have to be like the people to reach the people. You have to be one to reach one. No, 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 no. But I have to put myself in their shoes. No. We are supposed to be different. We're supposed to be the light. Dark does not call, does not attract darkness. You know what I mean? If you saw someone depressed and anxious looking and like kind of just like freaking out all the time you wouldn't be like oh I really want what they have no if you saw someone going through a hard time or so when everyone else is going through a hard time and they're joyful they have peace they have hope they have comfort you're like oh my gosh what do you have I need that that's what we need to be first Samuel 16 verse 7 says this it says but the Lord said to Samuel don't judge by his appearance or height for I've rejected him the Lord does not see things this way People judge by outward appearance. People will judge you by your outward appearance. Now, I'm not saying this, that you need to change and and they're going to judge you by the way that you look. Obviously, you need to look presentable to people. You don't want to, well, it doesn't matter what I look like because God judges by the heart. So that's all. So I can just not even try to look good. I can not take a shower or whatever. No, because we're supposed to be teaching people about Jesus. And who wants to be taught by a stinky, ugly person? Not me. So look your best. Because men look at the outward appearance, right? So, so if they see you, they know you're a Christian, and they see they they know what Christians are supposed to be like, and then they see you living a different way because you're trying to be cool. They're gonna be like, I don't want to be a Christian. Like, what the heck? They're they're not 
they're hypocrites. But that's what lots of people, lots of Christians fail in this way. They put the priority of trying to fit in above trying to be different. They don't like to be different. They don't like to stand out. We're supposed to stand out. We're not in a weird way. We're supposed to stand out and like, we're different. We don't go by the world standards. We go by, we live by God's standards, right? But also God looks at the heart. So we need to be pure all the way through. We need to be holy all the way through. We need to say, we don't need to just fakely act holy, fakely act like we have, we like we have peace. No, we need to have peace. We need to, we need to seek first God's kingdom and live for God and act like we live for God, right? Live for God on in every area, every level, every place we go. It says we, we need to have perseverance. Perseverance means steadfast in doing something despite the difficulty or delay in achieving success. We need to be steadfast in doing something. Steadfast in, in, in living for God. Steadfast in believing in faith for whatever you're believing for. Even if you don't see it right away. Steadfast. Because when people say, ah, I thought you were believing for this. And you're like, well, I was, but it took more than a second. So I kind of stopped. I don't believe that anymore. No, steadfast in doing something, whether it's believing something, believing for something, like I said, or, or trying to get that person in your work or in your school saved, whatever, steadfast. That's what we're supposed to pursue. That's living a godly life is pursuing that, pursuing perseverance right? Faith, pursuing faith, pursuing believing, having faith is, is the, well, you know, the definition of faith. That's, I sound like Joe Biden right now. It's the thing, you know what I mean? Let me just, the verse, I want to say it right. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. It's the reality of what we hope for. It's the evidence of the things we cannot see. Faith is the evidence of the things we cannot see. So we need to pursue faith, right? Pursuing trusting in God, pursuing, you know what I mean? Pursue situations where you need to have faith. Because you're never going to need to have faith if you're not in a situation where faith is necessary. See what I'm saying? So... Pursue faith, pursue love, love people like God loves people. That's what being living a holy life means to being just like Jesus. Hope, showing people the way your priorities need to be. Let's just, I've gone everywhere all over the place. Your priorities need to be seeking first God's kingdom and living a holy life. And once you have those right, you'll be good. Peace out, peeps. Sorry about that, guys. Got a little bit interrupted. But anyway. I just wanted to kind of end this out. It was kind of an abrupt ending, but I'm going to try to not make it that way. So, but the first number, number one is priority you never need to have is having, is knowing Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and believing in your heart that he raised that he was raised from the dead, that you are free from sin, that you don't have to live a bound life. You don't have to go to hell because heaven and hell are real. And I know that this, this is heavy, but it's true. If you don't have Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and you die, you're going to burn eternally in hell. Eternity is forever. But if you do know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, 
if you believe that he's your Lord and Savior, when you die, you'll go to heaven forever and, and be in paradise. And you don't have to live hell on earth. You can live heaven on earth. Right? So if you believe that, I just want to pray a prayer with you because the Bible says that if you confess with your house, with your house if you confess with your house if you confess with your mouth the lord jesus and believe in your heart that christ that the lord raised him from the dead you will be saved so if that's you just say this prayer after me and it's not like a magical poem it's just you know i want to help you know what to say because if you've never known jesus as your lord and savior you might not know what to say and if you do know jesus or if you did know jesus as your savior but you kind of haven't been living like it then just recommit yourself because i want you to be a hundred thousand percent sure that you're going to heaven and that you know him so if that's you just say this after me dear heavenly father come into my heart forgive me of my sins wash me cleanse me make me new i believe that you sent your son to die for me that he freed me of my sins of sickness from depression from anything of the devil. Thank you that you've given me authority and power in this life, that I'm now your child and heaven is my home, that I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. Thank you that you love me. I love you with my whole heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Welcome to the family. I That's the best decision you could ever make. That I mean, seriously, your life is going to be changed. If you said that prayer, just... um message me on instagram instagram automate g Bruger, or there's these little voice messages you can do you can say he said that prayer that way or whatever just let me know i want to help you if you have any questions i want to answer those for you i want to get you plugged into a church because you need to be in the church because the bible says those who are planted in the house of god will flourish in the courts of god and i want you to flourish in life i don't want you to go through life being stuck so Thank you for listening to this message. I am glad that you did because when you get your priorities straight, then your whole life is going to be blessed. Then he will, excuse me, the Lord will add everything unto you. You'll lack no good thing. I love you guys so much. Let me pray for you. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for my friends. Thank you that they're listening to this podcast and that they got something out of it that will help them grow closer to you and live the life you've called them to. I pray that you would bless them, put a hedge of protection around them. Thank you that you're with us everywhere we go. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. I love you guys a lot. Have the bestest day ever. You're the bestest people ever. Yeah, I love you. Oh, quick thing before you go. Um, if you wouldn't mind to go to my Instagram at Autumn G. Bruger and follow me so you can see all the updates. I do videos. I do lives all the time. I would love for you to join me there. Um, and also, if you wouldn't mind sharing this so other people can hear this message because they need it. They need to hear the gospel. And I would love for you to share this. Thank you. It means a lot to me. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. I hope you have the best day of your entire life. And I hope you know that Jesus loves you with his whole heart.